Uh, Going to get a story that, you know, did you know, if you think back, six years now, uh, our country has had a national housing strategy, and the goal is to make sure that everybody in the nation has a house. Bottom line, essentially, that's what it comes down to. Clearly, we haven't accomplished that goal, at least not yet. Um, and, you know, when the program was introduced, there was a lot of fanfare. There was a lot of optimism. Um, so, you know, what happened? And, uh, I mean, should we abandon it? Is there a chance to get things back on track? Is it doing what it's supposed to do? Let's find out. We're going to speak with Jacob Gorenkoff, who is Acting Director of Policy and Government Relations for the Canada Housing and Renewal Association. Jacob, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Oh, it's my pleasure. Happy to be here with you, Shay. Um, so let's start with uh, a bit of a history lesson, I guess. W- what is Canada's national housing strategy? I mean, a home for all, that's the bottom line. But, but how do we do that? What does this strategy lay out for us? Yeah, so essentially, uh, back in 2017, the the current federal government brought some stakeholders together to figure out what we needed to um, essentially meet Canada's housing needs. And that resulted in the creation of the National Housing Strategy. It's now um, an almost $89 billion uh, program um, designed to ensure that we can reduce homelessness and core housing needs through the creation of affordable housing. Gotcha. Okay. And, when, and like I say, when it was announced and we came up with it, it was there was a lot of optimism. There was a lot of excitement around this, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can speak for all affordable housing advocates and say that we, we cheered its creation. But now, now things have changed a lot, and we're going to have to work together to reevaluate uh, what, what we need to do. Yeah, what went wrong, do you think? I mean, in terms of, you know, it hasn't panned out, it hasn't met expectations. Uh, bottom line, it just hasn't produced the, the amount of housing that we'd hoped it would. What went wrong, do you think? Well, look, it's, it's really difficult to create housing in this country overall. Um, it's, there, it's not an easy task whatsoever. There are a lot of barriers at the local level, for example. But federally speaking, um, there, there have been a lot of implementation delays uh, with a lot of these programs through the National Housing Strategy. But one of the issues that we've uh, encountered recently, um, and, and as a lot of Canadians will know, we're in a bit of an affordability crisis. Yeah. And interest rates have gone up significantly over the last year. And it doesn't just affect individuals in our pocketbooks. It it also affects our ability to create affordable housing. And so what we've seen over the last six months or so is that the costs to create housing have gone up significantly, but government uh, grants to create that affordable housing have also gone down. So we're at this point where the main program within the national housing strategy to create affordable housing doesn't work anymore. How do we fix that, though? I mean, like you say, that, that, that's sort of the economic reality that we're living in now. I mean, conditions have changed and it wasn't meeting the goal before. So what's the fix now? Well, we, we need to look at both short-term and long-term fixes. So basically what happened with this program was because interest rates went up so quickly, a lot of uh, program or sorry, not programs, projects with budgets that were created, like, six months earlier weren't mm-hmm. penciling out anymore yeah. because they, they just couldn't service the amount of debt. So what uh, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, the administrator of the National Housing Strategy, did was they increased the, the grant contributions for those projects. But the consequence of that is that they, they've spent most of the grant dollars for that program. So now they've had to like try to spread out the remainder over the, the, the rest of the program, which is supposed to last another five years. But the reality is when you do that, you, you can't provide enough grant funding. So these projects don't pencil out anymore. You just, you just can't build the affordable housing. 
So what we need to do as a starting point is inject additional money into the program so that we can ensure that it's working in this high-cost, high-interest-rate environment. Um, but we also need to think about the fact that the, the context has changed, right? Like the, the cost of creating housing has gone up so much over yeah. the last five years. We, we, we need to start thinking about how we can recreate programs to actually work in the current environment. I think that's the point because it, you're right. I mean, the economic conditions have changed. It's probably going to cost more, but at the at, at the essence of that would mean pouring more money into a program that failed to meet its goals for six years, which, you know, obviously there's something else that needs to be done in addition to just the funding side. Uh, what does that look like, Jacob? Yeah, so I, I think on the one hand, um, we, we need to make sure that CMHC is getting this, this money out quicker. The, the implementation delays lead to added costs for these projects. So there's that. And I'm not saying that it, the, the um, injection of additional funds into the program is the only solution. Right. It, it's sort of like the stopgap. Um, we also need to unlock funds from other sources because the, the reality is that this is potentially a trillion-dollar prog- problem to meet the, the – uh, or fill the housing gap that we currently have. Um, we, we need to bring money in from non-government sources. And what we're calling this is we need a Team Canada approach to housing. And Team Canada needs a captain, and that captain should be the federal government. Mm-hmm. They need to create policies that incentivize that investment in affordable housing because we can't expect government to just keep funding all of this by themselves. Okay, so if, if, if the federal government is the captain of the team, who's on the team? Who, who, who needs to come to the, to the table here and uh, work with the government on this? Oh, all of us, Shay, all, all of us, uh, you know, starting with um, uh, like other levels of government. We, we need to get other levels of government investing in the creation of housing. We, we've also seen um, some of our major banks, like the Bank of Montreal and Scotiabank, have announced that they're going to be putting billions of dollars into the creation of affordable housing. But that, that hasn't been rolled out yet. We don't know what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. So basically, we just need to find ways to make it attractive to invest in this housing that people need so badly. Yeah, and, and, and like you say, it's such a massive job, right? I mean, this is the thing. We're talking about millions and millions and millions of housing units that were promised in this plan, and uh, and, and we just continue to lag behind. So, I mean, it, it's a huge, huge job that we're trying to tackle here. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It's also important to think about the people that are going to be delivering the housing, too, Right. Um, some of the problems that we've identified as the, the organization that represents the affordable housing sector at the national level is that the, these programs weren't designed with the practitioners in mind. And, and what I mean is they, they were developed by people that were thinking more like bankers that wanted to mitigate risk instead of the, the people that are actually going to navigate these systems to try to build the housing. So, right, like, for example, with the, the National Housing Co-Investment Fund, which is the, the flagship program in the national housing yeah. strategy to create affordable housing. <clears throat> there have been hundreds of tweaks over the last couple of years to try to make the program better. But the reality is that it would have been more effective if practitioners were uh, more deeply involved in the design and development of the program in the, the first place. We might not be seeing the implementation delays that we have today then.
The question that I always have with these kinds, and, and I think it's great what you're talking about, and it all makes really good sense, um, but I think a lot of times our government just comes out and says, we've got a national housing strategy. We announced it in 2017, and then there's not a lot of follow-up, and people like you were saying, okay, but we need to do things differently. We need to adjust it. We need to improve it. So is what you're talking about resonating at the levels where these changes were actually take place? We're, we're starting to see that happening. Um, okay. We, there, there's a recognition that things aren't working the way that they should be and that we're, we're significantly falling behind at this point. Um, we, we, we know that things need to be done differently. We, our federal politicians have been saying this. Um, if you were to even like go and look back at um, so some of the parliamentary committee appearances that uh, have looked at the national housing strategy recently, there, there's multi-party um, support for revisiting this at this point. So now I think post-budget, um, we're going to have to start seeing the actual action taking place instead of just the rhetoric. Right, exactly, yeah. Uh, Jacob, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate the discussion. Oh, my pleasure. I'll come on again anytime, Jay. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do this again soon. Thank you. All right, take care. You bet. That's Jacob Gorenkoff, who is Acting Director of Policy and Government Relations for the Canada Housing and Renewal Association. In terms of the cost of this, right? And that's what we're talking about. That's what Jacob said. This comes down to money. And, you know, we talked about in 2017, we're going to build this number of affordable housing units across the country. And, and, We've had guests on before who argue it's not necessarily a supply issue, right? Um, there's other equations at play. But obviously, if you increase the supply of housing, you would think the cost of the housing would then go down.